0: Welcome to episode number 88 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. I haven't seen this guy in forever. I, I mean, he's been in and out of the country, all sorts of stuff, but look who's back. It's Tyler Glass now with the Tampa Bay Rays. Where you been, buddy?
1: All over, just doing, doing some stuff. I was in Arizona for a while, living with Cole uh, Tucker from the Pirates. and uh, And then I went to Florida. My girlfriend lives here. And I met a really good PT, and I was like, wow, this is this is neat. This guy's really good. I was feeling pretty strong. Um, good gyms here too. Diesel Gym is here, and I was like, I might as well just come and, and like move here. So I'm basically in Tampa now. But then I was also I was in Dominican a little bit, and I was in Mexico. I forgot like what at what time we talked last. It's been a while.
0: It has been a, it has been basically two months since we last. Oh yeah. Couple. Yeah. So yeah, I was in Mexico. Did
1: I... Oh yeah, no, I already said Mexico last time. And then Dominican, and then I'm going back to Mexico on the 26th to the 30th. And then I'll be back in Florida. For...
0: Okay, we got a lot a lot of ground to cover. I, I want to yeah, start yeah. with the simple <clears throat> stuff. Are you in the same physical house that you lived in when you joined us during the season?
1: No, I was in Arizona with Cole. Now I am in no, Tampa.
0: No, no I'm We've saying been... dur- when you were during the season in Tampa. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Different, different house. So wait a second. You have this for like a full <clears throat> rental now for the, for a year or something. I like, you no, I'm, so this do... is my girlfriend's house. So I'm here and
1: oh. I am, uh, oh yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so I'm here and then I'm just like, I don't necessarily like, I, w- I don't know how long I'll be here for. I know like when we figure out what's going on with season, like I'll have to sign my lease. I don't know if I'm going to be in Port Charlotte to rehab. I don't know anything. Got it. Cause we're in a lockout and I can't talk to oh. anybody.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> I know, it's crazy. It's so right. weird. Uh, So how's it, how's it living with somebody, by the way?
1: It's cool. I mean, I've been in and out so much and she works all day long. And like, I'm done. I probably do like PT and gym stuff from like nine to, uh, and then it's in Largo. So it takes a while to get home. And by the time I'm done, it's like six and she works from like eight to six, basically. Mm -hmm. And then, but it's cool. I've been traveling back and forth and stuff too. And I like, I'll probably sneak away at some point to go back to Arizona and like see family and she's kind of on
0: the move as well. So it's, it's nice, it's cool. Okay, uh, how was your Mexico trip? I think the last time we talked to you was pre-Mexico.
1: It was, I think I was about to leave for it. Mexico was
0: awesome, that was fun. I went to Cancun, um,
1: fun times. It was weird too, because uh, the place we were staying, like two days after we left, there was like some sort of shoot, I don't. maybe I shouldn't talk, maybe I shouldn't mention yeah. this, but it wasn't hey, viral, it was like down the beach. <laughs> It was bad. Yeah, whatever. It was fine though. But like the place we were at was very secure, very safe. Uh, and we had a good time. No one no one died. Okay. And then we went to the Dominican and that was super fun. And I went yeah. with bigger people. That
0: was really, really fun. Okay. Had you ever been to the Dominican before?
1: No. Well, yeah, yeah. I had actually. I'd been with the pirates and I went to like the facilities down there. And then I went and saw like the Buscone program type things, just to kind of see how Dominican was back in 2013 or 14 I went. But this time I actually got to stay a while and like have some fun. And it was, it was really cool. We we're in Casa de Campos, like that little compound area. It was awesome. And I
0: went with a really good group of people as well. So it was fun. So you went and you saw your buddy Mike Brousseau play, right? Sure did. Yeah, that was awesome.
1: It was, and then he came back with us that night and we hung out and he was at the house
0: we rented. And
1: oh yeah, here we go. There
0: you are. <laughs> yeah. There it's you me are. and my girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. It's, yeah, there you go.
0: Very blurry. photo. Fo- oh, that's better. There you go. That's a nice shot yeah. of you. Um, Yeah, there you go. So what is uh, Dominican baseball like for those of us that are not privy to it? (laughs)
1: Uh, So when we went, the team that was there wasn't like, neither of the teams were really uh, like in it. So the records, and I think like the lineups were probably made differently because the teams weren't in it. And it was maybe more some like hometown guys playing, But and the fans weren't like as gnarly, but it was still extremely loud and fun. And it's just a different atmosphere than the U.S. Like in the U.S., a lot of people are like, involved in like kind of on their phone half the time you know what i mean like it's like the long process of a game but in dominican everyone's very locked in and like people
0: are just drinking and yelling and having a good time it's on it's an amazing atmosphere it's really fun you know what's interesting Hmm. no fly balls hit catwalks
1: yeah you're right because there are no catwalks is that is that a thing
0: (laughs) there's no there's no oh yeah oh yeah hello you following along did you forget where you played the last (laughs) year
1: you're right. There are none. I didn't see any actually. I, I can, you're right. No, no catwalks anywhere. No indoor stadiums. It's pretty tight.
0: Okay. So you've been to Dominican. You went to mm-hmm. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been out to Arizona. Your parents live there now. So you have hung out yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. went and visited your brother. We, uh, we tried to meet up at a winery, but it was a little too far away for the roses to get out very there far, that day. Very far. And, yeah. and then recently I, I, Lucas and his wife, Ari were in town and we went out to dinner. And I got a very, very nasty uh, Instagram DM, like, hey, where's oh. where's my dinner?
1: Yeah, from who? Was it Carly? <laughs> it was from
0: you. You're oh, like- it was
1: me. Oh, yeah. See, I have shit memory. Um, no, yeah, I know. What the heck, Chris? Well, I mean, I'm trying,
0: (laughs) you know, the (laughs) last time you were in town, you were zigzagging. You went up to uh, like Valencia to go hang out with me during Thanksgiving. I was
1: was there for like a day as well. I actually went in that day and then flew up the next day. So we were there for like less than a day, but um, yeah. And I think, well, Gio is in uh, LA as well, right? He lives down by you kind of.
0: No, Well, I mean, he was just in her, they both grew up here. They now Mm -hmm. live in Sacramento because she goes to UC Davis. She's finishing up their veterinary school. So she's almost through with it but they were oh, down cool. to visit her family because cool. Lucas's nice. family now lives on the East coast.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm ever obviously in like go to Santa Barbara and see my brother again, I'm going to stop by LA. Yeah. I have friends in LA as well.
0: We got to do something. Teddy yeah. probably keep
1: asking me about it as well. So
0: yeah. Do are we? are there any more plans to get out to Santa Barbara anytime in the near future?
1: I don't, I'm not a big plan far down the road guy. Yeah, I kind of will just be sitting on the couch and I'll be like, it's time to go. And then I'll get a ticket and I'll go and I'll go for like a weekend. And especially now that like, it's, it's a lot more like I'm in PT five days a week and then like doing the like other maintenance and lifting type stuff five days a week. So I'll have like the weekends off, but now that I'm starting to throw, it's probably going to be a lot harder for me to travel and stuff. And that's in like early February. Um, but I think on the weekends as well, I can probably, which will be easy to go to Santa Barbara and stuff to be able to just like leave after on like a Friday
0: and then come back late on a Sunday. See, I applaud you. I could not live my life the way that you do where you just you just kind of like, yeah, let's go somewhere. Let's just go it's by. I- it's because you
1: have kids in a family. Like I'm I like, you know what I mean? I have, I don't have anything to like keep me here. So
0: that's true. That's true. Yeah. But I always get like nervous. If I don't have my flights arranged at least 30 days in advance for you, it's like sure. three hours.
1: Well, it depends too. If it's something that's like significant, like it's most of the time, if I'm leaving, I'm just bored. And I'm like, I want to go somewhere. Like, cause I don't have to plan. I can just get a hotel and I get there. Like, I just get a flight on Google Flights. But if it is something that's like significant, like the Mexico trip I planned, we've been planning for a long time. So like I have everything kind of like mapped out there. And the glass now's are are relatively A-type as well. Very plan oriented people. So I got a little bit of that
0: in me, not a lot. All right. So you tried to slide this one past the goalie. You said, uh, you know, I've started throwing. All of a sudden my ears kind of perked up. Mm, I'm about to, I'm going
1: to start. So the protocol now with the hybrid surgery is like six months. So at... February 4th, I think is six months or February 2nd. I don't really know. Um, So I'll start throwing that and It's like 45 feet, 60 feet, that type of, you know what I mean? Like the kind of just getting it moving. So, but I'm excited. It's like a nice little goal. I'll be able to meet and it's honestly too, it's surprising. It's been six months. It hasn't felt that long. It's weird how like
0: quick it's been going. Okay. So I'm no math major, but Mm -hmm. if that's the six month mark is the beginning of February, the year mark is early August. Yeah, just in time for a playoff run. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. That's the biggest thing
1: too, and this is such a cliche baseball answer, but like, I I honestly, it would be pointless to me or pointless of me to try to plan for like September and like August in the playoffs because I'm like it's very I've, it's become very apparent with Tommy John. It's like you kind of just have to go day by day, like week by week. I don't want to like. Of course, my goal is to come back as soon as possible. But the second it's like a tailored plan, it's like you almost if you don't meet your expectations, there's ability to be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like as long as I'm like hitting kind of dot my eyes and cross my T's day mm-hmm. by day and week by week, like I'm not too concerned with August, September at this point. Like, And if I do do my recovery, I do all my stuff. I feel good. That'll line up for August, September. But I haven't really even thought about that. I'm just trying to like get it healthy, you know?
0: And your doctors don't say, hey, listen, as long as you continue to make progress, we think you'll be back. They don't throw that out there on the no. table?
1: No, no, because, I mean, Meister's my doctor, too, and what I do appreciate about him as well, he's very just like, you know, it's there's nothing like, and it would be dumb of him to be like, this is what we're planning for, blah, 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 like, I, I think he's more too of like, we got to see, we got to wait and see like, cause I haven't even started throwing yet, you know? And I think a lot of that stuff probably comes after you start to ramp it up and like get off a mound and do all that stuff. But as of now, like, I don't know how to compare it to stuff, but I feel really good. I'm really strong. And like, I've had some time to fix other stuff and like weird little like monotonous PT things, you know, you do it for like hours a day, not something you'd necessarily do if you weren't injured. So there's a lot of like cool things that have come from getting injured.
0: That is so it an is. interesting yeah. comment.
1: It's, I think a lot of other people have that mentality too. There's a lot of shitty things that come with it as well. Like I'm not trying to be all like air Bud here, but uh, it definitely like all the small things like, the, like your shoulder and elbow get unbelievably strong. Like I just sit there for three hours a day and do like crazy, weird exercises I would never do and like get all my stuff. And like you measure where your weaknesses are and like end ranges and like all the stuff and you tailor a plan to like fit you best. And I have a good PT and then. I have a person I go to after for like recovery needles and all that stuff. So it's like my mind's very at ease because I know I'm getting all the things I need done, you know,
0: needles. So are we talking acupuncture?
1: Yeah. It's dry needling or like pistoning depends on what word you use, but it's like, they'll, they'll take like, uh, not like acupuncture is like you hit those little weird spots and it's like, Mm -hmm. if your kidney hurts, you put it in like your left thumb or something weird like that. Dry needling is more muscle and like you go in and like poke, all different angles around the muscle that's tight and it like releases and I respond to it well. So like, while you're doing all these crazy exercises, things tend to get tight and like supination pronation. So they're really like going along with parts of your muscles and like maintaining like a nice, healthy like tissue and all that stuff.
0: You know, I had back surgery a couple of summers ago. And so we tried one of the last resorts before it was acupuncture, oh, I nice. just, I, but I didn't take to it at all. No, I wish I and had. I, yeah.
1: I think it's different as well. I think with like muscles and stuff, I I don't know what I'm talking about, but in my own personal experience, like the acupuncture stuff, I don't know. I, I think like the like muscular stuff like that and like tightness and like really uncomfort is like, I think the dry needling helps a lot because you can isolate like what is actually tight on you. And when they do put it in, like your muscle like twitches and freaks out and then you can feel it like twitch out and then like relax and release. And it'll be tight for like A week and then you do one session of this and it's completely relaxed so it just i guess it just depends on like what specifically you're trying to make better i guess
0: so you're um are you nervous about throwing a baseball again at all
1: no because i i know that like it feels so stable and and like strong around it that i know especially like the early throwing like i'm not concerned with it at all like i know it's going to feel fine 45 and 90 or like 60 feet leading up to all that stuff i think the biggest test is when you start to ramp up a bit and like you get to like 120 feet and like off of a mound but it feels so good and stable and strong like and i I was dealing with something for a while before that to where like i had been pitching in pain for quite a bit where i'm like anything's better than like i don't even care if i feel pain like i know i have a brand new ligament with a brace and all this stuff so
0: it's just like i'm pretty optimistic about all of it okay um are you optimistic that once this thing is is settled the lockout that you will remain a tampa bay ray I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine.
1: I hope I really, really hope. Um, so I know, I mean, I didn't get traded before the lockout. So that's a good sign. I think if, I don't know if there's probably teams have different priorities and like signing guys and stuff, but like, I think if somebody were to call the raise and like give them a really awesome deal or something, like it would be like, well, Eric's not going to just be like, no, I you're like he has to listen to everything. That's just how being a GM is. Um, but I mean, I know we have a really good relationship and like, I know, um, I don't know. I just, I think it just like time will tell, but I would, I would much prefer to stay a Ray. It would be nice just to watch everyone kind of beginning a season and like how good the team is and how young everyone is. And then try to weave my way back
0: in. and contribute. So your passport has been stamped an awful lot recently, but one place that will not go in there anytime soon, at least thanks to baseball is Montreal. Oh, I know. Look at that. Uh, I honestly
1: thought that was going to happen too. I was like, sold. you. I thought they were doing it for sure. Cause it was like, we were hearing about it on like union meetings and stuff. Like the MLB was almost like bringing it up. Like, what do you guys kind of think? Like it was, it was kind of shaping legs. And I was like, this is interesting. And just from the financial standpoint and like kind of baseballs seem to go that direction. Like I feel like a lot of people who work for MLB and like just that whole, like that whole ecosystem is like hedge fund people. And like, it's just all about profit and all about, And it's, if you can get two TV markets and then two local markets and like, I got it financially, I don't think it'd be very convenient for players. And I don't think fans would have liked it at all. That's who loses the most. But um, I also thought it would like suck as a player. Like, how are you going to sign a free agent to have like two different teams? It was just a weird situation to navigate. But I thought like the financial benefits would outweigh all the other things. But the fact that it's not happening, I, for one, I'm, I'm, Pretty excited about it more for like the fans here like they're so they're stoked like uh, tampa baseball is like here to stay or
0: st pete yeah it's so interesting because i know we've touched on this before but the rays do very well in the local television market Rays, right? yes like people yeah. consume it because you guys have become a powerhouse in recent years yeah you're fun enjoyable young energetic team why wouldn't you watch but mm-hmm. we've also talked about the stadium's not great very dark in there it's not like hey let's go to the trop like you know a handful of times a year a family could say hey let's just go because the stadium's cool and the sun's out but that's not the situation I'm not here to crap on the stadium but let's be honest it's not it's Mm -hmm. not San Francisco it's not Pittsburgh the way it looks all that sort of stuff why why do you think this hasn't happened to the point where they can come up with like a nice outdoor set there's so many beautiful places in the Tampa St. Pete area
1: I think it's funding, right? Like I I don't, it's like, who's going to put the money up? And I don't like the city and taxpayers and all that. Like, I'm sure they have their reserves of how much they want to put up and then ownership doesn't want to put up. It's like just, it's a negotiation. It's just like, who's going to give in first with the money? And like, I keep hearing things like they're going to green light something in Tampa. And that was the rumor a while ago. And like, I keep hearing stuff like that. But I mean, it's hard for me to believe that they wouldn't do something soon. Just the way baseball's growing and like how receptive everyone is in Tampa for baseball and like i think maybe the biggest fear is drawing a crowd but if you have a sweet stadium in a cool part of town like how how could you not sell like uh lightning games sell out like crazy like it doesn't matter what day it is it's just always packed in there and they're in a good location uh so i feel like if baseball just did that here
0: it would i don't know how that would succeed but i I mean i'm just a baseball player i don't know yeah (laughs) but at least they would get twenty thousand a night
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I don't, I really don't know what the reserve is like why it hasn't happened yet. And I mean, well, the biggest thing I guess is the contract with St. Pete, like they're not technically allowed to, they have a contract to what, 2027 or something.
0: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah,
1: So maybe that's a thing. I I just think once you can get like funding behind it, I, I don't know how it would, I think it would be awesome.
0: It's sad. I know. Um, So you guys once this thing airs, then the latest uh, proposal from the players will be back in the owners hands. Mm -hmm. How much of a role do you play as a player rep like are you constantly on these phone calls and they're like here's what we're going to hand into the owners.
1: Yeah, like they do a really good job of keeping everyone in the loop all the meetings there's always at least like there's a rep from every team. And then the executive board and then all the like people that the union employs. And so they're very like, there's a lot of communication and stuff. And there, I mean, it was a little bit of a dry spell there when the lockout happened, not as many meetings, but before that it was a lot. When we had that COVID lockout we were three times a week having meetings and stuff. And, um, but it's starting to pick back up now. the meetings are in New York on Monday. I'll actually fly to New York Monday and then fly home Monday night to do the to go to like the meetings in person because I do think you probably get a lot more done in person, and I think MLB and the union both were like we should probably just like meet with one another so um, they asked if I wanted to go, and I was like, yeah, I might as well like sneak away for a day and see what it's like and then yeah, so but they are very like the meetings are like informative and like I kind of just type up a summary and then like give it to the guys and all that stuff so.
0: Were you at the last one where the owner's proposal got put in the hands of the players? Were you there physically?
1: No, that was on
0: zoom. Oh. Um, So yeah. But yeah, I I was there. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Is Stuart Sternberg, the Rays owner, is he a big part of the negotiations or is he one of the guys? I don't know.
1: I'm sure maybe there's some stuff behind the scenes, but he wasn't like when I went to the meetings in Dallas as well, before the lockout, um, like he, there was a couple owners that were there. It was like Milwaukee, Texas, Yankees, I think San Diego, I think, like, I, I don't, a couple, I mean, like, I don't know, but Stu wasn't there.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys are even allowed to say hi to each other. Now, I don't know if we can. Right? I guess, like, but yeah, what the, how does that, allowed, that work? I guess we have to, to wave from across. <laughs> yeah, the exactly. Hi,
1: Stu! No eye contact, like, you're not allowed <laughs> to do that, exactly. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we can all just, like, speak like this. I don't
0: know. Like, it's the weirdest thing ever. You're, like, not allowed to text your pitching coach.
1: It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. I just, it's the funniest thing is like, it's, there's no legal language that says like, you are not allowed to, t- it's just, it's the owners and MLP And like, if I'm playing both sides, I understand like if you are in a lockout, like I understand what they're doing, like the convenience of having all these resources and these coaches involved, like you are no longer able to use these resources. And if you want to then come up with a deal. Like I get their thinking, but like, I don't think anyone necessarily wins if no one talks to each other, but I think the picture has been painted that it's, somehow st- like violating some sort of labor law but that's just not true like if there's nothing stopping someone from speaking it's just like it's like don't do it don't you don't don't do it and then there's the other aspect of like there's guys trying to sign right now and then there's scouts and there's people that have no idea if they're allowed to go see these pro guys throw and like i have a buddy at like tread athletics and they're trying to figure out like pro days and like and then all these like there's so much miscommunication of like who can can this scout come see this player? Was he on a 40 minute? Did he have a day of service time? Like, can I look at him? Can I like, it's just so many like weird little things. No one thinks about that. Like kind of limits the exposure of a free agent. If a guy's trying to sign and people are kind of weary of like kind of breaking the rules and it's just, it's weird. It's a strange
0: time right now. All right. So under normal circumstances, when there wouldn't be a lockout, you would fully be under the medical advisement of the Tampa Bay Rays, correct? If it was not a lockout. Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I'm still covered by, yeah, like insurance, like our insurance isn't covered right now. I guess maybe it's paid through right now, but that's what the union has to take care of. If the lockout goes in longer, the union has like acquired these funds to pay for insurance. But like, if it wasn't a lockout, I would be under the, if I need to go see a doctor, if I need to go do this, or if I need to go get PT, I can call the raise and, or I can use my insurance and blah, blah, blah. Um, But if it it gets to a certain point where the insurance is no longer, because MLB is not paying for the insurance, the union has to start paying for it. So it's weird. Like you have to take care of your own, like everyone's on their own with their PT and everything's like this. And it's weird thinking about like how much money each player's worth. And like, now that they're just kind of out in the open, doing whatever they want. Like, and I guess that's how it has to be. But if I'm an owner of a team and I'm spending this, I kind of want to know what my players are doing, but I, I don't know. Like I said, it's a weird ass time right now.
0: So you go to your, your, you go to your PT and the person who's, you know, responsible for collecting all the insurance. You're just like the rest of us schlubs. You got to turn in your little insurance card. Here you go. Here's my yeah, well, yeah,
1: yeah, that happens in, in off-season anyway, but it's oh, covered okay. by insurance. And I think it's paid through the end of whatever date it is. But like I said, if it continues longer, then the insurance would, would cover, so or bizarre. like the union. Yeah, but yeah, there's some insurance cards being emailed and handed to people. <laughs> this is the strangest stuff ever. It's my weird. God it's crazy to say we've like lived through it or are currently living through it as well. Cause you talk to guys from like 94 and other strikes and it's like kind of these weird stories. And now it's like, we'll have these stories to tell like a younger
0: crew of players. Hey, listen, I was there in 94 when they shut the doors. Yeah. I was working. I was, it was my first job, first full-time job out of college. I was a weekend sports producer in Cincinnati and the Reds were playing the Dodgers. It was like August 11th or August 12th of 94 when they were, when it was finished, it was over. And I was in the locker room that day, and it, I was like, wait a second, so we're not gonna be playing baseball like the rest of the year. And then I remember when Bud Seelig announced there won't be any World Series. I was like, what? How is yeah. this happening?
1: That's so How crazy.
0: Happening. And now
1: you know. Does it remind you of does it have the same vibe to it? Now no, that, that you're an older, wiser
0: so person? No, well. Are you asking if right now, like, like what
1: is the comparative like? Because you were obviously then like new and kind of green and going through it. Now it's like you kind of have different perspectives on all. Well, the,
0: the different perspective is we haven't missed a game. You know, back yeah, then we true. You know, we're smack dab in the middle of pennant race. I mean, Matt Williams yeah. had a chance. Matt Williams, who was a you know really really good all star third baseman for the San Francisco Giants, had a chance to break Roger Maris's single season home run record. That he was sucks. on pace to be right there at the end. And who's
1: like the front runner to win the world series is the Reds and the Mets or not the Mets. It was
0: the Reds and the, it was the Montreal Expos. Expos. That's
1: who it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dude. The Montreal Expos were loaded that year. I mean, they had Larry Walker, Pedro was on their team. Uh, I believe Marquise Grissom was there. I mean, they were just Ken Hill, I think was one of their pitchers. They were, they were stacked.
1: Who was two, though? Wasn't the Reds? Weren't they, like, supposed to be really good as well? Weren't they, like, leading something or I don't know?
0: Well, I know. I, I can playing. tell you this. Being a Cleveland fan, it was the first time that the Indians were in serious contention in basically, like, That's, okay. 30 years. It was insane. And then all of a sudden, they yeah. had, I, think the, I think the Indians were a game out behind the White Sox when play stopped. Something like that. It stopped
1: one, and, and was it two months before the World Series or one?
0: Yeah, it was, it was a month and a half. You know, it was the middle of August. August Uh, 12th or whatever it was. Okay. So, you know, but it, it was demoralizing. I'm not, I just have to be honest with you. Like it's, I get a lot of people asking me, well, when's this thing ending? I was like, I I know know. me too. (laughs) Like I have zero idea. All I can say is that don't, we can't push it too late. Like I understand there's a business side to this whole thing. I understand it, but part of your business is keeping your fans engaged keeping your fans engaged. And I'm just yeah. really worried that the people who have become kind of fringe fans over the last 18 to 24 months are going to say fuck it. I'll go find something else. That's what I'm worried about.
1: I guess I guess only time will tell. Like I'm sure both sides know like the pros and cons of the situation. I just but Do I they know.
0: know that side of it? Like, they, <laughs> yeah, I like, mean like every like
1: I don't know if like Yeah, I mean everyone like understands like that it's not good like when you have we'd have we've had prior things like in, in 94, when it happened, it kind of ruined baseball for a little bit until like mm-hmm. the whole home run there thing. And like, everyone understands like the potential downfall of what's going on. And like, I just think no one really knows if it's going to go that far or not. Like any, anyone who says they have an answer is either just they're lying or
0: wrong. Like <laughs> okay. it's so hard to tell. So you, since you're going to be in the room on Monday, here's what okay. I want you to do. I want you to just stand up since you're the, probably the tallest guy in the room. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? You'll stand up and say, hey, everybody, I just have one thing to say. Let's fucking get our shit in order because there are fringe fans who, if we're not in spring training soon and then on the field when we're supposed to be at the end of March, they're going to fucking find something else. They're going to put on their gamer headset. They're going to go just watch YouTube instead. They're going to have zero interest. So let's wrap this up by Tuesday.
1: There you go. And they're going to be like, Tyler, who told you to say this? And I'm going to go, Chris Rose. He said it. This is coming from Chris Rose. And then I'm going to be like, all right, again. fine. We'll do it.
0: Got that motherfucker up.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, they'll all stand up and be like,
0: deal. Let's do it. We love it. <laughs> I can see. Listen, we yeah. just solved it all. in The Rose rotation. Very, it. very simple. Very simple. <laughs>
2: Hey guys, the moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here in honor of the big game DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download your DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSE and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code ROSE at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 and over and A, location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for full list of requirements and state specific responsible gaming resources. Void were prohibited. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Connecticut call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org/chat in new york call 877 8 hope and y or text hope and y to 467 369
0: all right what else has been keeping you busy as of late i mean other than your travel and
2: um uh,
0: your pt and what's basically
1: like what's the coolest part about this which i don't know it depends like what you consider cool but i don't necessarily like like free time's cool but i don't necessarily love it when you have like overflow of it. And as a baseball player, you generally have too much of it. So the the routine I'm on is like, awesome. I wake up at eight, I go to the gym and then I drive to Largo, I go to PT and it's like an eight to six, eight to five kind of grind. And then I come home and I'll either, and I'll listen like a podcast on the way home or something. And then if I'm feeling real ambitious or something, I'll like read when I get home for a little bit, or I'll just like watch a series or something or like watch, some sort of TV, a movie, maybe, what or are we go watching? to dinner. What are we watching? Um, I just started watching like True Story on Netflix. It's pretty, pretty captivating. Okay. I'm pretty entertained so which far. Season,
0: which season are you on for that?
1: Is there two oh, seasons? Oh, wait, is that the Kevin Hart one? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah, I'm I like it. on episode five or something yeah. like that. what do you yeah. think, by the way? Because I, I watched it.
1: I, I hate shows that just make me on edge the whole time. And I'm just mm. like, oh, blah, 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 like, what's going to happen? And it's, I think it's done really well and it's very creative. Um, I haven't finished it. So I don't know, but I mean, I'm I'm like pretty entertained right now. And then I've rewatched like comedians and cars getting coffee. And like, I'll put Seinfeld on all the time. If I'm trying to like, just, I don't know, background noise type mm-hmm. stuff. And then like, also been cooking a lot. Just, I'd probably like the same amount I, I would in like a normal off season, but like, it's, it's been more of like a routine, come home and then like eat. And then it's like seven. And then I watch TV for a little bit and then go to bed. Are you, have you already gotten through succession? I watched the first season of that. And I think I didn't do a good, I was like, I, I accompanied the show with my phone. So like, I would kind of like, you know what I mean? And not get the full storyline. Yeah. And now that it's on season two, I'm like, I don't,
0: season three, I need to go bro. back and watch. Where do oh, you yeah? out?
1: see? I'm only, I've only seen season one. I need to get on that though. My brother loves it.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Well, he's done with it, isn't he? Probably. He really, really likes it. Him and his wife watch it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I, you know, I got to admit, like the first two episodes, Michelle and I looked at each other and we were like, "Mm." yeah, like we got to push through because everybody loves it. So once once it started to kind of get going, then we were like, okay.
1: Yeah, I actually, there you go. I'm going to get back on that. I need to start. I need to rewatch season one and like forget. I haven't been able to like fully lock into a show in a while. I think my phone's making me stupid. My attention spans like a squirrel. You know (laughs) what,
0: Nick Castellanos on this show said- I remember this. You You got a flip phone. Yeah. You got a flip phone because he said that thing was running his life and he couldn't deal with it. I know.
1: The only, I honestly, someone needs to invent something where it's a phone and you can't have like Instagram or anything on it, but you get to have like calling, texting. Cause I'm not on that very often. And then I want music. I need Spotify and I just mm-hmm. need a navigation. I basically need a Garmin with Spotify. I just need a navigation system with music and I don't want to well, have the
0: ability to look at anything else. Hold on here. You're the one who determines what apps you put on your phone.
1: Yeah, but I, I'm going to just, I'm going to be like, fuck it. And I'm going to redownload it. I need
0: something that doesn't let me do it. Hey, look at you, though. you are the me. most disciplined, like eater, In
1: healthy guyer. Minutes. Huh? certain things, certain things.
0: I guess with Instagram, if
1: I really tried, I could, but it's just like, I'm bored and I'm going to look or like, sir, I just like you, there's, t- I don't know. I, I do think a lot of that is like, maybe I'm just like a dopamine addict like everyone else. And it just like the quick like likes and all uh, you know, like, it would be great to get rid of it though. Maybe I should, maybe I'll just make it a thing. I'll write it down and it I'll be just, like a month.
0: Nothing. It's horrible. I cannot believe how much we are as a society on our phones. It's, it's incredible. Sucks. It does suck. It does taking away the face-to-face sure um are you into the uh nfl playoffs at all i mean as of the taping uh, of the show T- tampa tampa bay is still in it yeah i don't have
1: um cable here so not really i'll keep up on my phone on my evil device i'll check mm. it and i'll see all that stuff and i have like uh i have a condo in sarasota and i have like a spectrum box there but it, it doesn't show all the good channels like i can hook it up on my phone and sometimes I'll be able to watch the game, but um I haven't like been structured
0: enough to go and like watch every single game, but i'll I'll check in for sure I'm, but I'm you didn't impressed. go to like a you didn't go to a buccaneers game or anything interesting nah. no,
1: and this is gonna be like this is gonna sound terrible, but like the risk reward or like the the good I think the bad outweighs the good in going to those games It's like a hundred thousand people, everyone's going nuts and then it, and like the traffic and the whole and, and it's just so much better to watch football at home in my opinion like you really can follow it and and it's you just such, get all a good,
0: the, such a good sport on tv oh it's such amazing. a good sport on tv it's
1: perfect and with how awesome the cameras are and like all those weird angles it's just there's no better way to experience it
0: i do get like the energy
1: of going to a game but mm-hmm. i'm all right
0: okay fair enough it was interesting i saw speaking of instagram and and football uh i popped up on one of your instagram stories back in December mm-hmm. when I was hosting a show. This was very funny. Oh yeah, 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 uh, Here we go, here's a little clip. expecting tight game. Yeah! Glad you're doing so good! woo hoo That's
1: awesome. <laughs> was that you yelling,
0: yeah, Grace. Yeah, that so high-pitched good.
1: voice right there. Yep, that was me. And we were, cause we were playing pool in the other room, and I remember being like, you hear that? And it was like. Ted was like, "That's, I think that's Chris." So we went out and watched, and you were there. It was, it was nice. It was a whole family thing. Everyone was there. It was awesome.
0: Very sweet. It's yeah, very yeah. different. I don't wear a baseball hat and a sweaty t-shirt from after working out. It. I had to dress up in a <laughs> in a suit and stuff. It's very different both. look. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, very clean cut. Yeah, no, I enjoy that. I enjoy nice. that. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, we're just. Did you see our new John Boy Media offices? No. Oh. Where are they? Where where are the offices? If I could play the theme song from the Jeffersons, where we're moving on up. We're moving oh. on up. So where are these offices? Six thousand square foot. Holy wow! In in uh, Manhattan. Wow, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Can you believe it, Robbie? See, if I, I if you time, have any time,
1: maybe I should stop in on Monday. If I, have I was going to say,
0: so here we go. Oh. This is, uh, G- uh, Jimmy and Jake oh, put out the. Uh, the, the whole video of what this place looks like. It's um it's pretty sensational. Pretty sensational. I mean, that look, looks it's, great. Dude, it's like legit. That's sick.
1: So what do you do you have to stop in and go and stuff, or do you just do stuff from home? Or you uh, I mean, sure I'll, like
0: I'll continue continue to do stuff from home. But <laughs> okay. um I will go up there several times during the baseball season. You know, I'd like nice. to obviously bang out a bunch of um podcasts, but some other programming that we might be interested in doing
1: i'm just glad like the in-person stuff is finally probably going to make its way back like as much as the zoom stuff is awesome it's just like certain things it's so hard to get fully into unless it's like in person you know what i mean like a production of two people speaking in a room as opposed to like it's just i don't know i guess a lot of stuff's coming back but this is this looks awesome
0: yeah no it's a good spot it's uh i'm very very proud of those guys i mean if you think about it john boy was basically an expansion team like two. yeah they had like three employees, and they were their office was like an extra bedroom in somebody's house or something like that. And now, what these guys have created, it's uh, it's really fun being a part of it. There's no question. Yeah.
1: I know it's grown super fast as well, right? Like I know, like I guess my only reference point is like YouTube and subscriber and that type of stuff. Like I don't mm-hmm. know the actual like numbers, but it's like wow, this is it's doing really well.
0: Yeah, they, they put out such know.
1: good content. Everyone does put out really good content. Like everything that is part of John Boy Media is very very entertaining.
0: Yeah, there's no question. And, and in fact, Giolito said that uh, at dinner, he said, you know, the one thing I love about it is that it didn't matter what park I was in. Somebody always said, hey, love hearing you on the Rose Rotation.
1: Like, yeah, that's, that's true. I know. I was telling you that too. Like every time I go, it's I, half of it's like baseball and half of it's like Rose Rotation. A lot of people, they like it. They dig it.
0: That's good. That's good. All right. Um, so after Mexico, uh, what else do we have? Nothing? Oh,
1: to- uh, No. Not as of yet. Maybe if there's more meetings, which I am assuming there probably will be more meetings around then, I will probably try to like go to New York and do the in-person stuff and like just be a part of that. But I don't, I don't have anything planned after that. Maybe some weekend sneakaways in like Florida or local, maybe like some, I don't know. Am I allowed to ask where your girlfriend's from? She's from South Tampa. Oh, Mm -hmm. fair enough. I know. That's very convenient. (laughs) Am I allowed to ask if
0: you've met the... Parents. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Her mom was actually over here earlier. We were and uh there's like some thing that was broken. So her brother and mom came over and we were trying to fix it, getting real handy. But yeah, I've been them a few times. They're all really cool. I imagine you do very well with parents. It's I mean, maybe it depends on the parents. Her parents I, are the most down-to-earth people I've ever like, they're the coolest, most normal. Like it's hard to not, and even if I suck, they'd probably just be like, I mean, whatever. Like, you know, like just they're not like emotional and like. I don't know how some parents are crazy, but like, they're awesome. And I have very down to earth parents as well. So it's like, it's a good, it's a good mix, you know? So. yeah, I've got got great in-laws. I remember
0: that when my in-laws stayed with us, when we lived in Atlanta, I don't even remember if we were married at the time, maybe they just paid a visit, but I think we had just gotten married. And I had to go to work early. So well before they even got up, I remember leaving a note on the refrigerator door, writing that, if uh everybody had in-laws like i do then there wouldn't be in-law jokes. Yeah. I think that bought can, me about 20 yeah. years of good grades. Nice. Yeah. Wow. There you go.
1: Yeah. So we're getting in there. I like
0: that. I think that I think yeah. uh I think Janet, my mother-in-law may have actually saved that note.
1: She enjoyed. Oh, it nice. So. Yeah, nice. Framed it somewhere. I think it's she, cool uh, too cuz even even like uh Because I feel like for most, if we're if we're looking at the raw data, like in someone's family, there's there's got to be one black sheep, someone like one weird person. Mm -hmm. She has two brothers and like a large extended family as well, and everyone is very very normal and cool. Mm. And I'm I'm like, is this too good to be true? But I've met them multiple times. I'm like, no, these are our very cool people. So it's good. Might be an
0: uncle behind bars or something.
1: Yeah, maybe knows. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll look into it. Maybe Nobody we'll on your side of the family that's behind bars that I know about, right? <laughs> I don't, not that I know of. Maybe, maybe like early on, but who knows?
0: <laughs> well, you know, there were kids in that family who used to throw water balloons at cars. True.
1: I would be, if I didn't play baseball, I'd probably be in San Quentin right now.
0: Probably. They would have moved yeah. you from Juvie to San Quentin for that. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. Oh, we already talked about that. Watch out. I asked you what you were watching, and I did Ring Chaser. So you have your choice of either Toy Story, which is your favorite toy you got as a kid, for either a holiday okay. or a birthday gift, okay, or Wild Ride, your first car. So you take your choice. Uh,
1: let's do Toy Story. I'm not a car guy. Okay. My f- toy that I remember vividly when like the Razor scooter was just. Banging! i got a razor scooter a blue one and i freaked out it was awesome oh i can't it's so hard to pick one now and a go as well i got one an electric one wait a. Go-Ped. and a trampoline i got a go when i was little i always wanted to a, a, like a, a go like a motorized scooter and my parents were like no maybe get hurt and then they ended up like getting me an electric one i didn't go as fast but i remember waking up during christmas and being jizz, jazzed out like so freaking out excited like vivid in my memory and then also with the Donna safety, I got a trampoline one year, but it wasn't spring loaded. Cause my mom's like, no, you're going to hit your head on it. So she got us an elastic trampoline. <laughs> it was like what <laughs> you put around your sweatpants. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> and I remember just being like, all right, this is fair enough. Like I can, beggars can't be choosers, but right. it just got worn out after
0: a while. Was it one of the ones with like the mesh netting on the sides? Yeah. The like
1: we had like a hold, a, like a, a, a catcher or whatever. Like there, there was a net around it. And then, the elastic bands where the springs would normally go there was elastic bands and then like over a couple of years it just started to like swoop like an old pair of sweatpants
0: <laughs> well you know orthopedists will tell you that for adults the number one injury they see people for is sports wise is softball and for kids it's always the trampoline They're yeah like, you can't but and wasn't your mom a, a gymnastics coach
1: yeah yeah And a gymnast yeah so I
0: well the thing she would like let us do
1: things that were like probably if there was like a benefit towards it like I skateboarded my whole life and that was and like played football and like did things like that but at second it was like like my family also grew up riding like dirt bikes my dad and his uncle and stuff were really into that and I had a lot of friends who rode dirt bikes my mom was like you're not ever going dirt biking so I had never done anything along those lines but like she would she would take it up to the point to where it would like almost be unsafe. And then she'd find a way to Donna it out and put elastic bands on a trampoline. <laughs>
0: hey, for the scooter, did she make you wear a helmet? Every time. Yeah. Go you ahead. know
1: what I would do? I'd wear it and then I'd go down the street and I'd take it off. Cause I'm too I cool for a helmet. <laughs>
0: Especially
1: skating. Cause in skating, like I skated from like fifth grade to 10th or fifth grade to ninth grade. And it was like, I would do it like nine hours a day. Like I was hooked. Um, and like, I'm not going to be the only one. So I would put my helmet on and I'd skate away. And then like, I'd meet up with a group of people and no one wore, wore a helmet skateboarding. So I just had to be cool. And now in like my old, like later years, I'd be like, just, yeah, I, I probably should have worn a helmet. That's stupid to not wear a helmet. If I were to hurt myself looking back, probably wouldn't have been good.
0: Okay. We're learning. One last yeah. thing I want to ask you. <clears throat> okay. Um. So our school, Brady School, they sent out a thing. They're like, if you want to buy a Letterman's jacket, we have uh, measurements being taken on Monday. D- did you have a Letterman's jacket? It became uncool after like the '90s or the '80s. That's I think what that. I mean, yeah, no one gets a Letterman jacket anymore.
1: I think yeah. it's cool maybe to have like as a sentimental thing, but like no one's wearing a Letterman jacket anymore. That's what I thought.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had one. Yeah, I mean, but it's because I managed two sports, not because I played them. Still, though. Still got it. Doesn't matter. Oh. See, You're nice. Every other yeah, athlete well, I've run okay. into was like, "Oh God, you loser. There's no way <laughs> the managers should have gotten a Letterman's jacket.
1: Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of the athletes probably couldn't do the managing part of it, too. So everyone's got their thing, you know. Really? It was
0: very difficult for me to bring the baseballs to uh, practice. <laughs> I everywhere. don't know. Although I, I did
1: maybe you had to do some paperwork. I don't know. I
0: was a mean motherfucking scorer, I will tell you that. I had a dad <laughs> yell at me. John Parsons' dad. He hit a uh, – bases were loaded – he hit a, uh, a ball down the line that was caught for an out. And I would not give his son an RBI on a sack fly. Actually, it was dropped. It was uh, okay. so it went off his mitt. And I think it would have been the second out of the inning. And the guy definitely would have scored. Yeah. And, and so I said, no RBI. I said, it's an error. <laughs> he goes, well, wait a second. There's no way that kid is throwing the guy out at home. We're definitely scoring a run. I said, I can't assume that, sir.
1: <laughs> At least you stuck to your guns. I mean, oh, if there's yeah. no rules, it's chaos, Chris. You gotta, oh, yeah, you oh my
0: god. <laughs> I think that was, you know, I was taking a stand for the. You're supposed. I'm supposed to help out the team. Yeah. Not yeah, take Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well. What a moron I am. Who cares? you I, got a
1: letterman jacket. Who cares?
0: I sure did. <laughs> Didn't really help me much. Nice. Lady department. For another time. Okay. Uh, travel safely. Don't forget to scream at the top of your lungs in the next union meeting about, Uh you know, hey, guys, we're going to lose the freaking band. Rose told me.
1: Yeah, exactly. I will.
0: Okay. And uh, continue to get healthier. I can't wait to hear how the throwing session goes after February 4th. We'll check in after that. Yeah, I'll fill you in. Very good. All right. Special shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the one and only Robbie Shirocco, and thanks very much to you for consuming everything that makes us John Boy Media. I'm Chris Rose. We'll see you next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.